Welcome to New Week New Music, and today we are back at it with our full discography rankings, and we will be uh, listening to and discussing and ranking the entire discography of the jazz rap legends, A Tribe Called Quest. I am, I'm excited for this one. Um, I've, I've mentioned before on the show, I'm a huge fan of these guys, uh, and one aspect uh, that I really... I find kind of like intriguing about Tribe is they're kind of like the huge rap group from the 90s that people kind of forgot about. Like, and obviously, like, they're still super well known, but in the mainstream, they're really not. See, I, what I think you don't realize is if you listen to Tribe's lyrics throughout, they're very, like, kind of anti hood mentality, anti gangbanger mentality. And so, fittingly, they just entirely disappeared for the entire bling and gangster rap eras. Yeah. And then came back as soon as those were over, yeah. so... It's definitely part of it, and... It, yeah, and I, uh... It's funny, too, because you'll hear them referenced a lot in other rappers' um, music, and you you still hear them talked about and mentioned a decent amount, but I think if you ask the average person, hey, can you name a Tribe Called Quest song? Most probably couldn't. I know I couldn't before this. Right. No, I, I'd be in the like, same yeah, boat. I'm vaguely, I'm vaguely aware of them, but I can't really think of a song or tell you much. And, and I'm not going to lie, getting into this one, I, I'm almost, for me, I'm almost a little sad that this is a, like, that it's a ranking in a sense, because, I mean, these guys are, are awesome, and I, I really do want to talk about them, but for me... I think part of the thing that's so intriguing about them is like they have almost they don't really have any hits like they don't have big songs but the, right. the level mm-hmm. the, the discography across the board is so good and so consistent yeah it is there that is kind of what blew me away listening to this uh, listening to their full discography because I, I was pretty familiar with um some of the records how i have one of them on my wall right now um but even the albums I hadn't heard were, I thought were pretty damn good. Um, but that does kind of take me to one thing that I, I did kind of want to mention on here. And for me, that is, this is the case for pretty much all hip hop from like the 90s. 90s hip hop can be pretty hard to listen to these days. It's got a bit of that a hip a hop, a boom, boom, boom vibe yeah. going on, you know? <laughs> I don't want to say I thought of Will Smith here because I, it wasn't that, but yeah, there was definitely a little bit of that it's, where it was just a little too safe, a little too uh, uh, PG. It, I mean, I, I don't know if that's the way to describe it. It's a product it, of its times, you know, like mm-hmm. yeah. much in the same way when we talked about, say, Phydra from Tangerine Dream or some of those, you know, 90s hip hop, I don't think ages terribly well. But if you like, go even with, like the absolute like legendary albums from that like Illmatic, you know, I, like even great. those sound very. I think some stuff to. has aged. I think some's. I think Illmatic aged well. I think. Um, I think Mob Deep aged incredibly well. So I don't know if I fully agree there, but I do see what you're getting at here. No, I, I, I don't think this has aged all that well. Yeah, and I think it's it's just a you have to have a little bit of a mentality with these guys that mm-hmm. like. You gotta put yourself in the mindset of the era, and and I think look at these guys yeah. for the legends that they are, for their influence and their impact in their time, not necessarily to go back and say like, 
oh yeah, you know, people's instinctive travels is holds up, you know, is I, I don't think, I mean, these albums were all released in like a five year span in the nineties. Yeah. It's going to sound right. like nineties hip hop. Mm-hmm. It, it, and it it's does. Just the, yeah. Boy, oh, yeah, does it, it does. sound yes, it does. like nineties hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I, I do really like tribe that, um, and I love these guys for who they are. But man, a lot of hip hop from this from this era can be really hard to listen to, and I it's these guys are no exception to that. Yeah. Now, like to be fair, I think you know if you were going to go compare this to a lot of legendary hip hop albums from '93, say this would hold up really well against yeah. them. It just might not hold up really well against like a "To Pimp a Butterfly" or "Life of Pablo" or something. You know, it's just a different no. game. No. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like you know, like listening to like if we were like in the 70s like with all like you know the the big rock scene in there it's like going back and listening to like jazz and blues from the 40s and 50s like that's that's like the comparison like it's just so different or it's like listening to metallica in the 80s and then going back to like elvis presley like it's just it's entirely different and it's almost impossible to compare well, and I think like we're this. we're approaching the level of music listener where, you know, I think we and I, I'm not saying this to sound pretentious or anything like that, but because we we do this and we purposefully listen to tons of music and think about it and try to rank it and stuff like that, I think we we listen to more music than the average person, and we're trying to to probably listen more deeply than the average person, and so to an extent, doing stuff like this it's kind of like doing your homework a little bit, you know, being familiar with tribes discog, I think is a good thing to do. These guys, you know, they're legendary. Maybe they don't get the shine that some like, you know, some of the other guys from the nineties do, but like, yeah, it's like very valuable as a, you know, if you're a, a really huge, deep music fan, you know, you, you enjoy the history of music. You enjoy listening to how music has evolved, stuff like that, you know, if you're just a, a surface level kind of listener, which is a hundred percent fine, I don't know that you're gonna love going back and listening to five or six '90s hip hop albums. But if if you do want to get a little bit deeper into the history of it, into the influences and stuff like that, this is a this is a great band to go do the homework on. Yeah, absolutely agree, and I think that's a great way to transition into our lists. Yeah, let's gonna have to All see right. how it goes. So new new script this time. So if something isn't right, let me know. <laughs> All right, uh, but kick it off. We got six Last six place. albums total yeah, here. Only I, six. I, I think is, I have only one strong Tool opinion too. Like uh, Tool is only yeah, five. Tool had five. So. Yeah, Tool is five. But this is number right. six. Ready for number six? Right. Oh, Eric. Oh, interesting. Eric. Huh. Wow. Well, okay. Well, we know the the hot take award is now. That's the hot take. <laughs> so we got me with uh, Ben with beats, rhymes, and life. Uh, Brandon with the love movement, and Eric with the low end theory. <laughs> I, I knew uh, two not spicy. surprising, one very surprising. <laughs> yeah. Um. Wow. Uh, <laughs> boy, Eric, do you have some explaining to do? <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, uh, number five. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number five. <laughs> Got love movement, beach driving life, people's instinctive travel, people's instinctive travels, and the paths of rhythm. Man, they've got some fucking. That's a hard one to say. Yeah, um, but they're like banger titles, though. They are banger titles, man. They are mouthfuls. Um, nothing here particularly surprises me. 
Um, no, that's pretty. No. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I number four. Yeah. That's not not a whole lot going on. We got it from here. That's a bit low on. Uh, that's a bit lower than yeah. I would have expected. It is, but, but well, we'll we'll get into it later. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I've got. Oh yeah, we should we should announce. Um, I've got we got oh. it from here. Thank you for your service. Their 2016 album. Brandon has uh, "People's Instinctive Travels" and "The Paths of Rhythm," and Eric with "Beats, Rhymes, and Life." Yes. Number. Yeah, nothing shocking. Yeah, there. nothing. Uh, yeah, we got it from here. At four isn't shocking me, but I I am a little surprised. Uh, to see it, despite the fact that I have it at number three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, ben with uh, People's with Instinctive. Pe- people's... I don't want to say that again. Yeah. <laughs> people's Instinctive. Make Eric say it. <laughs> I, I, I have... Uh, we got from here, and Eric with Midnight Marauders. Midnight Marauders. Man, Eric, you are just kind of all over the place. <laughs> and then... Uh, Number oh, we're gonna hit two and one, right? Yeah, yeah, right. this is it. The finale, a very quick reveal on this one. Also, helps that we only have three people this time. Yeah, yeah, no guess yeah, this time. It's going way so faster. We, we just Why get to fight, so e- fight each other, uh, which there there will be. And number two and one, yeah. Um, and air of the love movement at number two. That's yeah, surprising. the love movement at number two. I don't know about that one, but uh, I think we got it from here as number one is definitely defensible, obviously. Midnight Marauders. Uh, and Brandon and I were actually Brandon. We were very close this time. The most we were off was one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys. Uh, I think we were. The actually, only thing I differ from actually. music on actually is I swap Midnight Marauders and Low End Theory. That's the okay. only way I differ from Rate Your Music. It's also not much of a. Yeah, those are pretty close too. If I yeah, uh, Low End Theory is four point eleven and Midnight Marauders is four point zero nine on Rate Your Music. Like they are very, very close. But uh, that does make our average uh, winner Midnight Marauders, um, which I'm happy because it means I'm right. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm um, fine with that. That's yeah, really. God, Eric, you are just what? What are you? Maybe, wow. maybe I should. Normally we go in order, but maybe I should start because because you guys do have a <laughs> like. If you went and Googled Rank Tribe Records, you, you'd get one of your two lists pretty much every right. time. Pretty much verbatim, yeah, yeah or similar to and, it. And so maybe I'll, I'll start here. And so yeah, you're gonna have to explain your you putting low end theory as their worst album. I I think for me the the problem with all this is it's just the quality is the, the albums are are too close to me. Uh, yeah, I I found these all to be extremely extremely similar, and so like I I know low end theory is is one of the popular picks. I mean that's that's the album that you think of when you think of tribe and uh the thing for me is especially not having the historical context of when these came out you know just literally listening to them all now in 2021 they're very 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 consistent and so this ranking really like when i say they're very consistent this could be to me like more a product of i'm having a better day today when i listen to midnight marauders than beats (laughs) rhymes in life like they're that close They're just. I actually. It's yeah, there's nothing I that totally stands agree out. with you, Eric, and I will. I will echo that sentiment later when I talk about and, my. And but so I, I totally get where you're coming from. I, I will say, with a big exception, being my number one pick of "We Got It From Here." Thank you for your service. And mm-hmm. I that was my favorite by far. That's got to be a contender for best comeback album ever. Yeah, and and I think a big yeah. part of why that's my favorite is it just it 
it holds up in 2021. You know, it sounds like a modern hip hop record, which by God, yeah. the to come back from a 20, 30 year, whatever it is, drought. I think it was like a 19 years without a record. And then to drop something that is perfectly in the current meta, you know, like it holds up as a modern hip hop album as and much as still, they're old. Yeah, and still like maintains their original sound. Like, like undeniably amazing for that to, to happen. But the things I really like about that one is, you know, it's 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 almost like what you hope for. Like when, when you listen to a classic album and it's like, you know, what would this sound like with a, a facelift for 2021 recorded on as many tracks as you want with as many filters and equalizers and audio effects as you want. It's like, you know, you have everything that's great about old A Tribe Called Quest, but with the benefit of, you know, modern production to help differentiate the voices of the different rappers, you know, uh, modern production to make the beats sound better, you know, more music in just out there in the world to sample from, you know, it's like, it's, if you've ever thought like, what would this legendary act sound like if they made music today? You actually get that with these guys and it's good. Mm -hmm. It's really good. Right. Yeah. And so that's what set it apart from the others for me. And so, yeah, the, the other five albums are just ranked on my enjoyment in the moment when I was listening to them. And, and I know it's a, it's a bit of a spicy list. Like I, I knew the love movement was not gonna, that that's not a popular take. I know low end three is last is certainly not a popular take, but but I think but it's, you it's, hadn't it, had your coffee that it's, morning. It's also, yeah, it's important to point out that's the distinction I'm making here. Where if like if we got it from here is like a nine, the love movement, you know, put my historical blinders on in context, right? Not not modern if it came out today in context. Maybe I say the love movement is like a solid eight and a half, and low end theory is like an eight point three. I mean, right. we're talking it's it's almost too close to call between the other five albums for me. Yeah. Now that you explain it, I, I actually, I don't have much to nitpick there. I still, I, don't I, think, still I still don't think, uh, the love movement should beat low end theory, but I, I'm not, I'm not mad. What was it about low end theory that did put it at the bottom though? I, I honestly think if you look at my list, I think it's, it's a little bit of, of just time bias. Um, the more recent records are closer to the top. And, uh, I, I think that's, that's, literally it and and maybe there's a little bit of of some implicit expectations because low end theory is what you hear about and it it's almost a mindset mm, right. of like you hear tribe you hear a low end theory you hear low end theory and and then you listen to it and i'm like well but it's not really any better than the rest of their music which isn't the right statement the right statement isn't low end theory isn't any better than the rest of their music it's that the rest of their music is just as good as low end theory but I, I think there was a little bit of like, I almost expected that to be a little more. I expected that to be yeah, a... Uh, you were primed to have very high I will say uh, Scenario off the closing track on Low End Theory might be my favorite like 90s hip hop track. I love yeah, Scenario. That's a great song. Definitely one of my favorite from, from that whole era of music. I, I love that song. Yeah. I, oh, I wanted to mention too, I think interestingly on the love movement... Uh, I think stepping it up is like the least tribe called quest tribe called quest song. <laughs> like honestly, I think the love movement is just in general the least tribe tribe album. It, it, it kind of sounds, in a sense, like yeah, it, it almost sounds like some of that bling style rap was starting to come up a little bit. You know, like you've got Busta features and stuff like that, and it, it you you almost can hear them kind of like 
were kind of adapting to the times and it doesn't shock me that they took a break after that and were just like, yeah, you know what? Mm -hmm. We'll just come back when yeah. this isn't what rap's about. <laughs> Which is, is so interesting to me. Like, you know, you, you almost hear them starting to kind of modernize and then like... And they're like, nah. Nah, you know what? Nah, it's stupid. And then like, you know, and then 2016, it's like, yeah, this is... We can rap how we want to rap again, again, so we're going to come back. Like, that's just wild. I mean, it's wild. Fife Dog, unfortunately, passed away. Poor one out for our boy Fife. Yeah. Yeah, uh, that's uh, unfortunate. Yeah. Um... Which, I, I don't know how I feel, because, like, obviously, we're not going to get tried ever again because of that. Um, but the fact that they did come back with a record that's so good, I really, like, that's such a baller way to end a career. Come back after 20 years, release an album just as good as your old shit, if not, and some people even argue better than their original stuff. That's pretty fucking cool, and not many people have done that. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like it just doesn't happen. But for me, um, going into my list, uh, I have uh, the Love Movement at number six, and like I just said, it's the to me, it's the least tribe tribe album. It's not bad. Um, I do think it is pretty inconsistent. Uh, the opening track on Love Movement. Is really I I think it's really good. Just that really weird beat, like wonky. Ass I think beat that, that might be use. what sold me on that album. Just that beat is so like, wild. It's so fucking good. Like when I first heard that, I was like, "Shit!" Like this is supposed to be their worst. I love this, <laughs> but it, it did taper off from that point in my in my opinion. Yeah, it does. Uh, for the next two, I have Beats, Rhymes, and Life at five, and number four, I have People's Instinctive. Um. Those two albums are almost identical, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, just... I think People's Instinctive Age is the worst of the catalog, too. It's, it, and I mean, it's their first one, so I mean, that makes perfect sense. Not surprising at all, but yeah. it's true. The oldest one has aged the worst. What? <laughs> um, yeah, that's... Uh, it's honestly so hard for me to differentiate those two. Um, I did put... Um, I did put uh, People's Instinct of Hire, I think just because I appreciated the fact that it was their first record, there is a bit of like rawness, there's a bit of hunger on that one that uh, Beats, Rhymes, and Life doesn't really have. But Also, Beats, Rhymes, and Life doesn't have Pubic Enemy, which has aged shockingly well. I know, <laughs> like, Tribe's music has simultaneously aged really well and really badly. So it's one of the things I wrote for People's yeah. Instinctive actually was, you know, I feel like a lot of early 90s rap sounds super cheesy in retrospect and i don't think this is cheesy i mean i don't think it's aged well in the sense that it's not what i want to hear when i'm listening to rap music but it, it doesn't it doesn't like it doesn't age like will smith's music to use a, a comparison that we <laughs> no, pulled no, up no. you know it's, it's <laughs> not that corny. it's not cheesy it's, it's not stupid it's just dated yeah which is yeah. i think an accomplishment for 90s rap because it's such a specific sound that like most of those albums are just like unlistenable now Mm -hmm. um, yep. Yeah, uh, but anyway, going on with my list at number three, I have the the comeback album we got from here. Thank you for your service. Um, I fucking love this record. I loved it when it came out. It's um, at the time it was my album of the year for 2016. That's why it's on uh, my wall right now. Although looking back, I think Atrocity Exhibition might be higher than it, but I also don't own that on vinyl, and it's really expensive. So. <laughs> Um, but um, hey, when you, yeah, when you spend seventy thousand dollars on beats, you got to transfer that cost to somebody else. 
But um, we like such a great comeback record, and like all like the features, like they have, they bring Busta back, they have Andre three thousand on here, like all like all these, it, it, it's it's really cool to see these guys working together, and it's also kind of weird like. Andre 3000 doesn't feel like he's from the era that Tribe is, even though they are, really. Like, they're both, you know, from the 90s. But, like, Andre feels like he's from a different era compared to these guys. I don't really know. But, um, I, I love that. I love uh, We Got it From Here. I think I think it's really good. And let me pull up the track list real quick. And while you do that, I'll say, too, you know, I think a lot of times in... In music, there's a bit of a tendency, and I don't, I don't necessarily think this is true in hip hop to this extent, because I think there is a lot of respect for the history of hip hop in the hip hop artist community. It's not like rock music where, you know, modern rappers are not calling Tupac and Biggie grandpas who aren't relevant anymore. You know, like rock musicians do a lot of times call their predecessors outdated. But <laughs> right, but there is, you know, music dates, and it's it's such an interesting thing to see some of these guys that were were legends. 20 years ago come back and be like what you think we can't do what you guys are doing these days you know like mm -hmm. you think just because we were big in the 90s means we can't be big right now like we we can evolve just as well as you guys can and it's really cool to kind of see that that come back mm -hmm. uh my favorite tracks off uh uh we got from here uh space program and we the people such a fucking great way to open the album yeah and we yeah, oh, we yeah. the people such a killer track um, I also, uh, Solid Wall of Sound, such a great fucking sample. Yeah. Um, and, uh, Kids with Andre. Andre's so good on that song. Yeah, like, got, um, got, I love, I yeah, love this song. We the People really, really stands out to me. It's an amazing but yeah, it is song. A, yeah. yeah. It's, a, um, but it's a really good comeback album. What, uh, why I, I put it below Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders, um, for me, it's, I did take historical context into, uh, I did take the historical context as part of my ranking for this. Um, and Low End Theory and Midnight Marauders got, they, they, they've stood the test of time. They've aged, in my opinion, the best of their older, of their old albums. And they're, and they're, they're just really killer albums. And I, I see why they're as loved as they are, and I that's that, that's why I ended up putting them above. Uh, we got it from here, uh, even though they have aged not the greatest. Um, and the reason I put Midnight Marauders as my number one uh, over Low End Theories, I do think Midnight Marauders is a much more consistent album than Low End Theory. Um, yeah, that's probably true. But uh, but that being said, uh, scenario off of Low End Theory is my favorite tribe song. Um, so Low End Theory does have the highest highs, but I think on average Midnight Marauders is a bit more consistent. Now, this is gonna be like the least like ranking of one of these episodes, just because damn, they're all so consistent. It's very consistent. Yeah, like I, I'm yeah. really just like splitting hairs on some of these. I will say I do think totally. for me personally there is a a top three and bottom three. I mean they're 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 all pretty damn good. So Ben, what uh what take us through yours? Yeah. So yeah, and I'll start by kind of echoing what you guys have touched upon, which is that 
especially Eric, which is that it's incredibly consistent from album to album. It was pretty darn difficult for me to differentiate here. Um, second thing I will say is I don't think I like these guys quite as much as you guys do. Um, I, this is a very similar episode to the uh, Daft Punk episode for me where everything I listened to was like, yeah, this is pretty good. But I don't think there were any moments that really blew me away. Um, that said, I, I did generally enjoy um, most of what I listened to. And I guess we'll we'll start with, you know, Beats, Rhymes, and Life as my worst the love movement coming in at number five for me these were kind of interchangeable um they were good but i felt that they were just a hair derivative and basically you know repeated the same style as the previous albums but without the novelty and, and lacking a little bit of the life that the other albums had so for me they they were good but they were not all that memorable uh, for my fourth, I've got We Got It From Here, Thank You For Your Service, which in retrospect, maybe I should have put as number three. Um, I did really like this one, and it's definitely the most unique album that they've made. Um, and to come back with a, a pretty different sound, um, although you know it definitely has some continuity to their old stuff, but it's definitely their most, um, I think, bold choice. And I think they pulled it off really well. Mm-hmm. And uh, even like to have to be able to have like a Kendrick Lamar feature on your album, you know, from a group that was in the 90s for more kind of just a different style of rap back then. I think to be able to pull that off is is a pretty solid testament. I mean, it just goes to show like it goes to like how much of legends these guys are to come back after 20 years and get, you know, Kendrick Lamar, who coming off of what a lot of people consider releasing the best modern hip hop record. I mean, right. He's going to be talked about in 20 years the way these guys are talked about now. Like, you know, he, literally yeah. a legend in his own time. And he's like, yeah, I want to I want to be on these guys comeback album mm-hmm. and fucking kills it. Yeah. And it like yeah. doesn't just phone it in, like does a great job. Right. Yeah, no, it was impressive. Um, and I, I think in terms of like the sonic qualities and the lyrical content, I think that may have even been like my favorite. Obviously, other albums I ranked higher, but um, I think we got it from here might be the most up my alley album that they've come out with. But um, I did put Instinctive Travels slightly ahead of it. Again, those two are pretty darn close. Um, I put Instinctive Travels at number three because even though it maybe is a little more dated than their other stuff, I think it still holds up really well. You know, it still sounds pretty novel. I think if I had you know been around at the time to listen to it, I would have loved it. And it's just really fun. It's a really fun album. I think uh, Luck of Lucian is one of my per- personal favorite tracks. That is uh, a I think great the, track. The beat on that mm-hmm. was the beat on that's phenomenal. Um, I, I like the just kind of fun storytelling nature of a lot of the songs, um, even if they are a little sillier than than the other albums. But it's it's a blast. I mean, I think kind of going back to oh, go something yeah. we said on the the black dresses. Like, I think like the silliness is kind of the image of these right. guys. Like, it it's pretty lighthearted. Does, it's in a lot it of it might kind of areas. like take you out of it but like it wouldn't be tribe without it like you have to have it right and i also think like we talked about the datedness and i really wish i could have listened to these guys when i was much younger or or even if i was older and you know grew up like coming of age in the 90s i think it would have hit a lot differently than listening to it for the first time in 2021 it just it's gonna lose i think some of that appeal and Mm -hmm. i can definitely feel that when i listen yeah yeah this is like as we we've touched on before like this uh 
Uh, all of these kind of come with the caveat of yeah, but like you can like yeah, right. they're it doesn't sound great now, but you have to consider the time it came out and all that like and that that's just kind of how it goes with listening to any music that hasn't aged particularly well. Yeah, totally. Uh Midnight Marauders for my number 2 um Again, this was pretty close to low end theory um, for my number one and two. Um, I ended up putting uh, low end theory as my number one ahead of Midnight Marauders because I thought um, it had a little more spark to it. Uh, I thought Midnight Marauders sometimes was a little more uh, too sonically consistent or maybe a little darker tone. I know the tone was a little darker, a little more somber on Midnight Marauders, and I think I responded more to the... um, slightly more energetic feeling of the beats on low end theory. I think that was kind of what, what ended up being the difference maker there. But again, very close. There's definitely something about like that just early band sound, like when you can hear that they're hungry for it, you know, there's Mm -hmm. something to that. Even if like, even if it's objectively maybe worse in a lot of ways, like just Mm -hmm. that kind of early low production budget, like, but they want it so bad. Like it, it's one of those intangibles that comes through. Oh, totally. And it totally reminds me of the reason I liked Undertow so much when we did Tool is because even if it wasn't produced as well as the others, like the the rawness on Undertow, I think I really, really responded to. Yeah. And that's kind of, kind of a similar thing here to some degree. I did not realize that Kanye was on We Got It From Here. Mm-hmm. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. I, I totally missed that. What song was he I, on? I think I've I don't Anderson back too. I didn't realize he was on there as well. That? It's really That's weird that I missed that. a loaded freaking leave Kanye out of this. Leave Kanye. What was I going to say? Oh, here's the other thing. Totally unrelated to a tribe, but um, related to someone else we've covered recently. Uh, Logic. So, do you guys remember in the Logic's recent album when they've got the the robot lady yeah with the that's broken up voice from and, Midnight and then i listen to this yeah i know and then i because i'd never heard midnight marauders and i put that on I'm like wait a minute wait he just directly ripped that from midnight marauders yeah and as i was listening to it more and and even in the song like can i kick it which was like i think he did a song called can i kick it which maybe was a cover i don't fucking know but i don't think logic knows the difference between paying homage and just ripping somebody off. I mean, that's kind of been Logic's like falling. Point I know, but how do career. you? But how do you? How do you take that and do the exact same thing in the exact same voice as like? And I just, it, that you can't. That's a party foul, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean a, li- a little bit, but I mean that's part of it's shit like that. Why Logic's kind of always been clowned. Yeah, he's never been the most tasteful dude. You can't do that. Yeah, that's but. I mean, you can use it as a as a basis, but like, don't just directly rip something and copy and paste it. That's stupid. Oh, yeah, I think. I mean, I this think, is the guy that did fucking supermarket. Man, he's not exactly creative. <laughs> since you, uh, <laughs> coming back to tribe, since you brought up, can I kick it? I think for me, that's like the definitive tribe song. Yeah, like, I, I don't it think it's be. their best or song. I don't know, like, I don't think it holds no. up to any of that, but. Like, if you want, like, this is what Tribe Called Quest is, it's that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. Like, it really showcases, like, how good they are as a rap group, which is, like, the, and they just flow off of each other so well, and you really get that on Can I Kick It. 
Yeah, I, I, I wanted to two two quick things I wanted to to mention too, and, and kind of ask the quorum. Did you listen to these in chronological order or jump around? I my first listen through whenever we do these discographies is always in chronological order. I, I do the same. Yeah, I did. I also did chronological with the exception of I think I accidentally skipped the love movement and went straight to thank you for your service. But yeah, other than that, I went through it chronologically, which is how I try to do things. If I can, I don't always succeed. I sometimes get impatient. But yeah, I think that's the best way to do it. That, that's that's how I try to do them as well. And so that that leads me into my second question of for people that because because we kind of mentioned like these guys are not quite the household name that like like a biggie is or somebody like that, even though they're from a similar era. For people that are interested in, you know, checking these guys out, learning more, would you recommend the chronological listen or would you recommend like, oh, let's get into it with their 2016 album and then go back and get the history? Like, what do you think on that one? I would either go, it, here's what I would it do. It depends on I, how you want to listen to it. Yeah, uh, I would say either go chronological or, and maybe this is even the best option, I might recommend starting with their 2016 album and then going backwards and doing chronological from That's there. That's kind of how I, the boat that I would be into is, I, I think I think the 2016 album is a great place to start with these guys. Like, listen to something that, yeah, because it fits so well in, in the modern scene, it's like, and it's a it's a really great album that stands on its own, I think, in modern hip hop. Right. Listen to it, and then go back and get the history too. I think is mm -hmm. that's kind of yeah, how I actually, do it. I'm gonna lean toward that. I, I think that's probably the best way to do it because because you you get a taste like I think most people will like their new album, and then going back through it's like kind of going through musical history. Mm -hmm. So I'm gonna agree with you there. I think that's that's if you're totally nude to a tribe called Quest, that's probably what I would recommend. Yeah, uh, for me, it just comes down to do you want to just go on a musical history tour? And if that's the case, go chronologically. But if you like are trying to get into these guys and trying to get into maybe even like, you know, 90s jazz rap as a whole, then, yeah, I would recommend start with we got from here and then go chronological. Yeah, I think I think we got it from here is is kind of the whether or not you want to hear that first. But I think beyond that, chronologically is the way to listen to these guys. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, oh, that, that's, I think, kind of wraps up this one. Oh, well, we still got to yeah, do the that's hot about take award. all I have to say. I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I think we know, I know what exactly what it is. Um, yeah, hot take award. That's not surprising anyway. Oh, my God. It's Eric with low end theory. Didn't see that one coming. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, you put historic what many consider their best album as their worst album <laughs> so yeah. it's kind of hard which is the second time it's happened on here uh um I, wait no uh um, was the it's other the one? inverse because uh adrian put fear inoculum oh as yeah he put their best. worst album as their best yeah that's right which is madness but uh, yeah i think it's, it's just a testament to how consistent these guys are though like kind of like i said at the beginning yeah. i I really enjoyed listening to their whole discography and I'm glad we got to talk about it. I'm kind of sad we had to rank it in the sense that like for me there just almost was nothing to go on. It's that consistent. Yeah, me too. Yeah. It was so yeah, and that's my one um regret about this. I wish there was more variation cuz their albums for me ranged from pretty good to pretty darn good. There really wasn't much in between that. Yeah. No, I and it was I very feel, similar for me I with, feel exactly with Daft Punk and I Whereas Kanye I mean, is like, I liked most Daft of it, Punk but. 
Oh. But yeah, like like you said, like Kanye, it's like it's wildly different. Yeah. Yeah. There there are huge swings in quality with Kanye. And we need to do a band that like that's like really good at their best and really bad at their worst. I think that would be a really interesting well, I mean, thing to Megadeth do. Megadeth would be there. Well, we are planning on doing Pink Floyd next, aren't we? I can't wait for Pink Floyd. I think that's going to be a really interesting oh, um, torture session. Are, are we, there. we should decide because I know we like to do to announce who is next. I think I think I Floyd think. is next. I think that's what we've decided okay. on. Yeah, I think we have to, right? Yeah. It might be more than a month on this one, though. That's a lot of music. Oh, it's going to be more than a month. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's usually like two, three months. Unless, the last one we did was in December. Like, it was almost yeah. four months. Unless you're planning on listening like every single night, Eric, but don't don't rush it. I'm ready to go because I've I've yeah, done you listening already, to Floyd your whole life. You've been, been locked and loaded from my whole life. I've had a one. slight <laughs> slight head start on you guys. But uh, yeah, um, I I enjoyed this. Um, even if '90s hip hop can be a bit rough to listen to these days, I still enjoy it. Yeah, no, I, I had a good time with this one. Me too. And um, yeah. Uh, join us next time. Our next discography review being Pink Floyd. Uh, that is, I think that one might be spicy. I I, I am. Oh, it's gonna, prepared I for the spice. Guarantee it's gonna be spicy. <laughs> I'm still kind of jonesing wait. for that high of, off the Kanye one because that one was just. I don't know if we'll ever get angrier than that. So, Maybe that was our highest. Yeah, because I don't know what it is about Kanye that like gets. It's that we us. all actually like Kanye. I mean, well, I mean. I think we all have been liked pretty much, at least to some degree all this although I was not a huge tool I'm not a huge tool fan but but I was. think that's the big like I think I think all three of us are like in the fan camp of Kanye not like I listened and appreciated but like I really like some of his work and you know like like for Floyd I'm not a huge Pink Floyd guy for the for the one coming up so like I'm not as likely to get upset about it Kanye had that right level of we right. all are invested we enough all to like be him, mad but for, <laughs> for different reasons. Yeah, that was that was a great episode. Um, yeah, uh, thank you, thank you all for listening. But it was a, definitely a shorter, uh, full discography one. I mean, these episodes usually go well over an hour. But I mean, not a lot of it's a testament to three people, six albums. Yeah. yeah, less people and consistent. All the album albums quality. are so fucking yeah. consistent. But yeah. Um, I enjoyed this. I highly recommend Tribe. I think they're great. And I'm glad that we got to talk about them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that, that about does it. Thank you all very much for listening and have a good night.